0: I'm Maria Menunos and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Bachelor AM with Kelsey and Sanaa. Today, we have a very special guest who will be music to your ears. The winner of Listen to Your Heart, Christopher Watson. <laughs> thank you for hey. joining us.
1: Of course, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You know, you guys are awesome. Had one interview before with After Buzz and it was awesome, so glad to be back.
0: Oh, oh, yay. So you know, you know the drill. You know the drill. And we're so excited and we just have to start it out with with all this craziness going on. I mean, you got a pandemic, you have this racial, ten- racial tension, you ha- Everything. How are you holding up? How are you doing?
1: I'm holding them really well. I mean, you know, when, when adversity strikes and, you know, bad things happen, you got to hold on to all the good things. There are a whole lot of good things happening among the bad. So that's great. And then if I just look selfishly and personally, everybody in my circle is having the best year ever. So wow. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah.
0: We love that. Mm-hmm. And your circle... Because you have Brie with you now, you guys weren't together for a minute, and dur- I mean, you were always together, but living mm-hmm. together.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to to be together. It's been like maybe two weeks or so, and we have a few more days oh. together, and we got a lot accomplished and a lot of time that was missed. <laughs> you know, now we're I'm back am sure. Here, so, yeah, accomplished.
0: What are you two accomplishing? New music? I mean, I,
1: know. I mean, if you want the real answer it's like we have we have merchandise coming we just like recorded some videos and we have another project coming out uh it's like put up on you know spotify and itunes and all that stuff can't give all the details but like we've been been hard at work and creating some merchandise and some other good stuff so yeah
0: oh that's exciting so you two are not one of the couples who are struggling during quarantine (laughs) we know so many bad breakups so it's been crazy so i'm happy you two are doing well
1: yeah, for sure. The quarantine has been good for us. Um, we've definitely grown stronger since the show. Um, yeah. And it's been a, it's been a nice test. It's a test of everything. And you're learning a lot about each other, not in person, which is difficult, but it's it is what it is. So, yeah.
2: And speaking of um, your relationship and you both are in an interracial a relationship, how mm-hmm. has Bree been helping you through these times that are very difficult with all of the racial tension mm-hmm. happening in the country?
1: I mean, number one, she's assured me at every point that she has my back, 100%. And she's been open to learning and understanding more because, you know, just not even speaking about her, but a lot of white people, there's just a lot of history that they just don't know. And so she's been very open to understanding, like, hey, there's a different perspective that I might have seen, but I don't actually know. So she's been very open to all of that. And uh, it's, been, it's been, you know, a real delight because... It's not about being non-racist. You have to be anti-racist. So we got to move everybody towards that end of the spectrum. So it's been really Oh, little. I love that.
0: I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. You know, on the show, I'm curious. There's all this stuff going on, or has been recently, of course, with The Bachelor and the diversity on The Bachelor. And did you two experience a similar vibe on Listen to Your Heart? Or did you feel that it was diverse i mean there weren't that many there was what you said three yeah three Three. Like, well there were three
1: people of color um you know the way that america is they let rudy fly but rudy's mexican mm-hmm. um, mel is um asian and yeah. uh jack didn't make it too far he's Brazilian. so right. there were it didn't feel too much i mean i'm mm-hmm. sure as we started to whittle down the couples it was like, okay. But at that point as well, it's just like the other couples didn't work out. Their performance wasn't as good or this or that. So they didn't get, move on. But I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything from the producers. Everybody was absolutely
2: amazing. and uh, yeah. And speaking off of that, with it only being three, and I know that, um, you know, there was only three of you guys and one black woman. So did you ever feel any pressure to date, you know, the other black woman who was in the, um, and the show, Cheyenne?
1: No, I, I I, never felt any pressure to date Cheyenne. I mean, Cheyenne is an amazing woman and she's beautiful. So like when it came to like whittling down people, I was like, all right, I love Brie. Cheyenne's really cute too. And, you know, it, there was never a pressure. I pursued both of them equally. And then, you know, it really just, Brie and I just had a, a, a real connection. And so at that point that I had a real connection with Brie, I was like, hey, this, you know i ain't gonna sugarcoat it it's not what it's gonna be so it wasn't there was never any pressure from the producers it was it was just there was no pressure no it was just like what i wanted to do so yeah yeah
0: for a season two which hopefully we get are Mm -hmm. there things that you would change i mean
1: you know i i have a background in broadcast journalism and communication so
0: Hey, so there's a
1: whole lot of treatments that I would change, but not not, you know, I really can't say so much. I I think that, you know, I would have liked to see and hear everybody sing. Um, Mm -hmm. I since I was there for the entire thing, I actually did. But we didn't get to like really get to see everybody like get to perform before the performances. So that's one thing as a musician. Because I just think about, like, you know, American Idol or not even American Idol, it's not a good one. Like, let's say The Voice, if you make it, like, past the first round and then you get booted off, at least we got to hear you sing before you got booted off. So that's just one thing from, like, a musician standpoint, because everybody on that show was just so talented. So, yeah. Who,
2: who would you say was the most underrated that we didn't get to hear oh. a lot from? Who would you say that would be?
1: Cheyenne. She has an incredible voice. Um yeah, I would say like her voice is just just really incredible. She has really soul, a lot of soul and a lot of power. Um, I would say her, and then you know, you know, Matt made it very far, but he's more talented than he was than he got to show on TV. Like he's just a really talented guy. I mean, I could just keep going on. Sheridan as well is just like so good. I mean, everybody. I love I, I, I could literally go into everybody. Don't get me started, Julia we're listening great voice too so everybody i mean yeah so
0: do they have plans or do you have any idea if you'll come back if you and brie will come back and guest judge how fun would that be
1: i mean it would be a lot of fun I, it, I don't see i i don't see why they wouldn't you know have us back so i i hope so I hope that's that's the way that this all works out
2: <laughs> and you and brie got together pretty Pretty quickly, like you guys knew (laughs) that you guys were going to be a match made together. Um, And even when, you know, Chris Harrison brought in the twist where you guys could date each other. You guys stuck to each other and you stuck to your guns. So what was it about Brie that attracted you to her that made Mm -hmm. you say, this is it. This is the one.
1: When she walked in and she had her smile. I mean, I think the smile is the most attractive quality on anybody. And so from her smile that, you know, the way that you see it on the show, that's how it was. She walked in with her expressive face and everything. And then when we first said hi on the show, that was the first time we said hi to each other. Um, and I tried to play it cool. I tried to be like, you know, let her like say hi, make an impression, let her get to the runaround of all the guys and then let me come back and be like, yo, by the way, you don't need anybody else. This is it. This oh, is yes. it, you know? so I, <laughs> I tried to do that and I think I did. So yeah. And you nailed yeah. it clearly. Yeah. For sure.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I love it. Here's my question. And you mentioned American Idol. So I'm curious why this show versus uh, an American Idol or a voice. What, what, what spoke to you about this show?
1: From the onset, I figured that I'd be able to showcase you know my personality and i feel like we might be able to interact with our personalities on a level that's not just about music just you know with the other musicians um so so that's why i felt like this would be a, a very good opportunity because it wouldn't just be strictly about music the music's obviously mm-hmm. our main element that ties us all together and it's gonna be an, a very huge element of the show but i didn't think that i thought that there'd be more to showcase and i know that for me personally i have way more to showcase than my music, like, uh, being a musician is not the end-all be-all to me. But a lot of times on The Voice, that's what they make it seem like in those other yeah. types of shows. So,
0: yeah. No, I love that a lot, because I feel like people were initially skeptical of this show. they were like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this isn't The Bachelor, and this isn't The Voice. <laughs> what are mm-hmm. you doing? What's happening? But it ended up being amazing. And like you said, it's like music is such a huge part of everyone's lives, but especially yours and all these musicians. I mean, it's what you do, but you have more to show than that. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's a really cool, really cool show. And I really am hoping that they keep going with it.
1: I have my fingers crossed. I can't wait till season two. I know that y'all are listening out there, producers. So (laughs) it's all good. I yeah.
2: And also, you know, speaking of the show, it was so cool because it wasn't just about your love. And it's not just about your music. It's about the chemistry. Do you have that Beyonce and Jay-Z type feel when you're performing? Do you have that chemistry that's undeniable? Mm -hmm. So speaking about that, because there were some couples who they felt, you know could sing awesome but the love and chemistry wasn't there so for you which couple do you think um had the least chemistry and why
1: well i'll (laughs) say this that i'm doing this for y'all because i don't throw people under the bus that ain't my that ain't my style um but i would say um You know i i I was they're amazing people and they sound great together but i would say you know danny and becca they just had a very very amicable just very uh you know friendly vibe so i would Mm -hmm. say when it comes down to like you know sexual chemistry like Mm -hmm. hey like we're singing a love song and we're a couple that's like really into each other i would say i would say probably them
2: yeah and i would say the same thing too kind of it was kind of you know, sad watching it because I'm like, ah, oh, I think they they and would be better suck. off as friends, mm-hmm. and I think you know, they w- would just be better off as like best friends for Yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean, it's yeah, I've got your
2: back. Yeah, I've got your back on this. I just no,
1: I no, I knew you would. It's just like <laughs> I, I don't, got your back. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't ever, I don't talk, I don't talk I know. so it's all good. But I, it's not even talk. It's just being mm-hmm. objective. So
2: no yeah because some of the couples um have definitely said they were better off as friends some Mm. have said that um they just feel with COVID and everything they can't really get to know each other on that more intimate level Mm -hmm. um especially with flying because that can be scary especially now (laughs) so they're just better off as friends and it's nothing wrong with that because they might come back for season two and find a new boo
1: i mean I'm open to it. You, you know, you keep on putting those ideas out there. They all sound like good ideas to me.
0: Right. <laughs> so here's my question now. Are you and Bree? Well, were you guys fans of the Bachelor franchise before you jumped on this show?
1: I mean, I, I wasn't opposed. I wasn't necessarily a fan just because I just don't watch a lot of reality television
0: um that's oh why it's so entertaining yeah.
1: <laughs> because i'm very busy practicing music and performing okay, and focusing on trying to become john legend you know i oh, think come on because i mean you know musicians Aren't we, we there's a lot there's a yeah
0: i want to be chrissy fans? but you can be john <laughs> i think Bree no. wants to be chrissy okay <laughs> can be chrissy
1: so i i mean it it wasn't I wasn't opposed to it. No, but, you know, I'm not like the biggest fan of reality television, you know, so but I, I you know, it's, it's very near and dear to my heart now and, and will never, never leave. I, I'm so happy that I'm a part of Bachelor Nation. And
2: that's something you guys can tell to your kids later on about how you know you both met. That's a cool love story, honestly. Oh yeah, I mean, well, the
1: whole thing's documented. I'm saying, like, when I'm a yeah. grandpa, I will be like, "Yo, look at look at Daddy and you know what I'm saying we was we balling oh. back in the day. Look at this mansion. <coughs> this was us. You know what I'm saying?" So yeah.
0: Speaking of, hey, now I'm on a whole other tangent. You're like, you're gonna tell your grandchildren this? Are you guys? I'm gonna have a quarantine engagement? What's happening here?
1: Um, I will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> put you on the spot there but it's, it's all good i mean
1: you know it's uh i'll plead the fifth i'll plead the fifth how about
0: that okay fine will you keep us posted okay
1: yes i will
0: you keep us posted are you two gonna watch though with matt the being the first black bachelor you i mean you have to watch this season
1: yeah yeah it, as well as like i feel like even you know being on the show and stuff i did watch pilot pete's season you know because like once I signed up juicy and- <laughs> that
2: was a juicy season
1: it I, a lot happened it was a lot you know mama got up in there you know yep. the girls going back and forth so I'm definitely a fan of the franchise now and I forever will be you know I'm part of bachelor nation and uh I'm looking forward to Claire's season as well and and, yeah. and Matt as well so yeah yeah
2: so um with Matt being the first Black male lead for the Bachelor. Oh,
1: oh, I, let's just. Can I just correct you real quick? The Blatchler, the first Blatchler. The Bla- it oh, just Bla- makes it easier. Hey. It Ooh, just makes like it that. easier. I yeah. like that.
2: We're gonna say Blatchler. Okay? Yeah, you can
1: start, and it started here. <laughs> as it goes around, it started okay. here. Okay, so. we gotta.
2: You know, we gotta have some t-shirts. You you can get some t-shirts going. Yes. We could one. do it. We could do it. Okay. Oh, wow. I was gonna ask you, um, with him being the first black chiller mm-hmm. and um you know there will be black women on the season white women asians oh I, i'm pretty sure they would want a diverse cast especially mm-hmm. with him oh. um they mm-hmm. did for rachel season what advice do you have for him um in case you know he does get into an interracial relationship as well on the season you know what kind of advice do you give him
1: I mean, I, I think it's still the same, you know, advice that I would try to give to anybody. It's, you know, let love and understanding and trust like lead the way. It's very hard to trust somebody like when you first get to know them, but the more that you could trust and not bring your past hangups into this, the, the better that the relationship's going to be. Um, so it definitely takes patience to, to try to love anybody and understand. And it takes a lot of patience to really understand the struggles of of being a minority in this country. So just exercising patience with whoever you're with to, to get to understand you, you know? So I think that's I
2: love that. my I best like answer. That. I think we all need a little bit of patience in our lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easier, said sure. done, Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Definitely. And um, just to go back a little bit of even speaking with um, you know the first Blatchelor, <laughs> as well as you know other racial tensions that have been happening in the country, you know mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on even Brianna Taylor? You know mm-hmm. her killers have still not been um, you know charged with anything; mm-hmm. they're still free. How, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it's just a very deep rooted backwards problem that is stronger in some states and some areas in the country than not. You know, further than to Breonna Taylor, you know, what they've done with polling places um, in Kentucky uh, around COVID and especially in ma- majority Black communities has has just been backwards. So when you see something like that where they closed down all the polling places and they have one polling place for, I think it was like 600,000 plus yeah, no. minority voters. It's just like, it just goes to how deep the problem is. Yeah. I'm not surprised that the, that the murderers haven't been apprehended. Um, it's very unfortunate. Um, I still do have hope, you know, trying to keep her name alive and her name around, because if anything, that's actually... It's hard to put one higher than the other, but that's yeah. probably the, the death that's hurt me maybe the most in my entire life, Brianna Taylor, because it's yeah. just... It's just, it's just, she was somebody who was doing her best to make a life for herself. And beyond that, she was a servant of the community as an EMT. And so she's of the same vein of police officers. And we hold, as society, we try to hold those people to even a little bit more respect because they're serving the community. So for her life just to be taken in, in such a way and for no justice to be served, it's, it's honestly just like beyond heartbreaking. So I it's do my mean, best to to, yeah. to 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 still spread awareness about that particular issue, but that one cuts very deep. So
0: it's mind blowing to me because that's something I look at and we've talked about this. I'm just like, is there something I'm missing? Is there something you guys are missing? Like how on earth are these cops still like how do they still have their jobs? Like I truly actually don't understand. Like, like you said, she was doing she was doing absolutely nothing wrong. She was asleep. Like, I just, I actually really don't get it. And it,
1: I mean, it just speaks to how deep uh, seated the evil of racism is that she, that the the killers are still free. That's simply it. And, uh, you know, as you know, I can't say that I'm better than anybody, but as an enlightened black man, you got to know that you can't put anything past what these people will or won't do, you know? So it's just, it takes a lot of time to change that heart but we have faith that that heart will change and can change. Yeah. So. I don't
0: know where you live in LA, but uh on my street I'm like above the laugh factory and they just painted this huge mural like of her. Oh wow. Oh, it's I, yeah, it's really beautiful and it's yeah, right on Sunset right there, but I think things like that are I mean it, it's so powerful that yeah. our country is finally it looks and seems to be like coming together and actually people want Change?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, it's, it's like you know, I'm sure that some people were like, oh, I, I feel like our, our our clock is ticking down, you know, and and it, it kind of has, you know, especially when you have NASCAR rallying behind the movement, I, you know, right, and mm-hmm. and I, I feel like the times really are, really are changing. I feel like we did take a turn because, you know, accountability is what we're asking for, and, you know society we hold most people and things accountable there are few people that we don't I'm not going to specify who but you know who we don't hold accountable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. For, for things <laughs> that they say uh but you know people can't back down when if something else happens uh that's like contrary to what they've said around these times we could say hey remember when you said this and this and this on this date and you said that you were this way what happened to that you know yeah. so yeah. I, f- I feel like there, there is definite change. And a lot of statements that are being said, it's on us to hold those same people and those same companies, the same corporations accountable. So, you
0: know, I actually have a question kind of regarding that. So like when it comes to cancel culture, right. And it's like every day I get on Twitter and there's someone new. And so say someone like, like, so now I've talked about this, like a Kimmel or a Tina Fey and like all these people who are like getting canceled.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what, what's your take on that?
1: It's it's wrong. It's wrong. I, 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 I think that the most important part is is education and yeah. information. And that is the root issue of racism that they have written the narrative and they tell you what to think and they tell you how to feel and they tell you uh, that this person is wrong. So it's a matter of of educating. Like, you know, for example, there was, I think, the sportscaster for the Sacramento Kings who came out and said something that was wrong. I think that they fired him. I, you know, maybe, maybe he is deep down completely a racist individual. I I don't want to think that he's been a a part of the Sacramento Kings for, I think, 20 years broadcasting radio. I don't feel like he hates black people. Maybe he just needs to understand why he said what he said was harmful, Mm -hmm. destructive, you know, rather than like, oh, you're fired. You can't have your voice, you know, because if we keep doing that, then nobody's going to get anywhere because, you know, you have to help people. I think it's a matter of trying to get people to understand, you know.
2: I absolutely agree. And speaking of understanding, too, um, and the race, you know, racial discussions are things that happen all the time every decade it seems like we're still fighting for the same things so eventually when you and Bree do have babies mm-hmm. um we'll throw that out there <laughs> uh, eventually you know how would the race talk be for your children um and what would that be like
1: i mean it's probably going to be a very similar discussion to talks that my my parents have had with me you know it's uh Whenever people are racist towards you, it's not you. It's a reflection of them. And it's like the same thing when you're bullied. It's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of that person. So the way to react, you don't fight fire with fire. You do your best to turn the other cheek. You do your best to remove yourself from the situation because you don't know these people who feel this way, I'm not sorry, are mentally incapacitated. To really think that you are better or more than somebody based on what God has given you, there's something wrong with you so you can't treat them the same way you got to be like okay like let me be patient with you and just try to appease you and you know depending on what kind of person it is you know you gotta like let them know like hey like this is why you hurt me but if it's like a stranger or something like that's a reflection on you i i'm gonna let god work on your heart i'm not gonna work on your heart because you might come around and come and shoot me so you know yeah it's like you know you you can't you can't react to i've been there before where, oh, what,
2: when, when has that happened to you? I
1: mean, like, I'll just say it very specific. You got to have friends who got your back. One of my best friends is a white boy named Joe. And there have been plenty of times that Joe has bailed me out when I wanted to bail myself out. Like one time we were at a party and like there was a guy who just kept saying stuff the entire time. And probably the seventh time was like after the party we were outside and he said something. My buddy punched him in the face. I can't be punching him in the face because I'm a black dude. There was okay. one time we were in college where this white girl called me the N-word. And I got really, really upset. My buddy Joe walks me outside, goes back inside. It was two for one drinks. Got both drinks poured on her head. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's yes, not, Joe. it's not, it's not on me to fight that battle because I'm a black man. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be good if me if I get up in some white girl's face or any woman's face and start berating her. It's just not a good look. So you got to know when to pick and fight your battles and how to fight them. So have allies. That. That's that's the number mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh you got to allies. That
0: leaves me my last question I always ask people which I'm going to have to have you answer a little differently is how can we be better allies? But can you um make a little song out of it for us?
1: Uh sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a challenge. So
0: Challenge accepted. Yes. H-
1: how to be better allies? Okay. I mean oh, and he's got- No, I don't know if this is going to be good at all. So whatever.
0: It will. It's coming from you. Yeah, it's going to be better than anything we could ever do for a
1: lot of people. so all right. Love and understanding is the only way to be. See, we're all God's children, just with different faces to see. And there's nothing in this world that's better than a friend. So hold on to your friends i don't know
0: oh, yes all right put that on the okay. new cd chris oh i love yes. that yes no that was great that was really great i love
1: it thank you and we
0: appreciate
2: you. you and thank you this was so much yeah, fun this was so much fun thank you so- so very much for talking to us we've learned so much about you mm-hmm. and brie yeah, as well man. as your love which mm-hmm. i just love as well i know We're <laughs> thank excited you so for you much
0: yeah both of you and we wish you to the best and seriously um keep us posted with what's hip happening
1: oh for yeah. sure i mean make sure you yeah. follow us at no, christian brie tell them watson brie Styles. we got merch coming merch is about to be lit uh we wanted to like make merchandise that's for everybody and also
2: empowering. And it's like, you know, so yeah.
0: Amazing. 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 And Sanaa, where can the people find you? Yes.
2: You guys can find me on Instagram at I am underscore Sanaa. That's S-A-N-A underscore. And on Twitter at I am underscore Sanaa.
0: Amazing. And I'm Kelsey Meyer. You can find me everywhere. Kelsey Meyer too. Make sure you follow Chris and make sure you follow Brie and Chris. Tell Brie we say hello. Yes. And thank you so much for joining us on Bachelor AM. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>